Minnesota, Tampa Bay. Cause it's all about the dog, about the dog. No cable. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe, and I'm your host, Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. But you can't talk like him. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. It was there. It was in the back of my mind. I wanted to. Oh, man. We had this uh, ongoing joke when we were doing, uh, like, tours and stuff on uh, different boats and stuff. And we'd, uh, we always wanted to do the Samuel L. Jackson version of the tour. <laughs> yeah. I love to do that one. <laughs> I even wanted to do the Jack Nicholson one, but they were like, nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Welcome very... aboard my boat. We're going out on the water today. <laughs> you do sound just like him. <laughs> well, hope- Dude, he's in hospice. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, Jack Nicholson, man. He's in hospice. He's 82, 83 years old now. Why is he and, in hospice? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what his health issue is, but I heard he was in hospice, man. That sucks. He's one of my all-time favorite actors, man. Yeah, it's terrifying. But yeah, uh, 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 I'm telling you right now, when it came down to like a lot of different roles he's played, and, and trust me, he's played so many good roles in so many movies. But, like, most quotes you ever hear from him in his different movies is, like, uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You'll hear famous quotes from that one, you know, that people throw out there. Uh, of course, A Few Good Men. That one's a gimme, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't handle the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one of my all-time favorite actors. Um, I like, you know, it's so funny, man, because there's some really good, like, recent actors that are out there. But I really love, like, some of the old-school actors were, like, my favorites. Like, Denzel Washington. He's you don't my all-time get many favorite actor. All, like, wow, thanks. I just – I went to, like, jump in and totally lost my train of thought. You don't get many <laughs> iconic um, – I jumped in the pool and forgot how to swim. That, that's a totally Jesse thing to do. There you go. Um, <laughs> no, you don't get any – too many iconic lines from newer movies. Yeah, it's you really don't. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, you'll get, like, some here and there. Like, I'll give you an example. Like in uh, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. You know, when he when Steve Rogers came out and he said, uh, that's America's ass. That That's one. That, mm-hmm. That's Because yeah, I heard a lot of people saying that, especially after that movie first came out. And people were putting it all over on social media, on memes, all that stuff. So there are a few. But if you notice, a lot of the iconic, like, sayings that people say are all from older movies from, like, the 80s and 90s generation. Yep. You are yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, early 2000s. I mean, like, you know, you'll have iconic stuff from, like, Ace Ventura, people, you know. Alrighty then. Uh, you'll hear people from... Uh, I love Ace Ventura. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> I, th- I, I really legit thought I was going to be Ace Ventura at one point when I was trying to grow up. I think everybody wanted to. Yep. I mean, who would not want to just play with, what you know. What did you do, just get fuzz in your mouth? What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I did. I had like a piece of hair on my <laughs> lip. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got hair on your lip, huh? Uh, from, yeah, from my dog, and it's not what you think. No, it's exactly <laughs> what you think. just made it worse. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, right after talking about Man's best friend. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, uh, I, I, like, like I said, I mean, a lot of the iconic sayings that we like, that everybody says at one time or another, if you notice, a lot of them come from like, you know, the 80s and 90s and, and some 2000s. There's, there's some, there's a lot from the 90s. Oh, absolutely. A lot. Yeah. And early 2000s, not really like, I would say 2015 on. Well, maybe. There's a couple. There's a couple. Yeah, yeah, like there's uh, a couple. Wolf of Wall Street and stuff like oh, that. Just like, yeah. oh, 
there are some that are so well done that it's just like, all right, like that's that's good, that's real good. I love movies that have those like punch in the face lines that that you just can't forget. I'll give you an example. All right, The Punisher with Thomas Jane. Not one of the greatest movies ever done, but that was due to writing, not the actor. All right, Thomas Jane, I think, is a That's great how it actor. usually goes, bro. Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite lines in that movie was whenever, when after he got shot and all that, and he was healed up, and he was getting ready to go after the bad guys. So he's healed up. He's getting ready to leave the island where he'd been hiding out. You know, this medicine man from the island was taking care of him. And the guy looks at him, and he goes, Vaya con Dios, Castle. Go with God. And he just stops, and he gives him that deadpan stare, and he's like, God's going to sit this one out. That was a that's a cold line. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I do have some paranormal news here and I want to preface this by uh somebody actually said something to me that definitely like got me down the rabbit hole. Oh. So I was talking to this fella and he was like people who say there's no life out there are insane. Because if you look out and we were talking about like the stuff that came out with NASA, the new pictures. Oh yeah, the, the new pictures, yeah. Um, he was like, we are just a speck of dust on a grain of sand on a beach. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it makes, and it really is. And like, it just, it was like, free your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Another 80s reference. Thank you. Um, <laughs> free your mind and the rest will follow. Hey. Find aliens. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the whole thing that's awesome about that, man, is that. There's so much truth behind what he said with that because of the fact that math, just mathematically, I mean, when you have that many galaxies out there, the infinite possibilities of the different realms that uh, of, of galaxies that you know there has to be some life out there. And it doesn't necessarily have to be intelligent. I mean, come on, look at us. We're not that great. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that all the life out there yet that are you know, super beings like Vulcans from like Star Trek and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There could be that but type there of thing could out be. there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. There could be, but there could be just something simple, plant based. I mean, we don't know. Well, know? I mean, I am Groot. There you go. Yeah, I mean, but uh, this fellow, what's his name? Um, he's a PhD student stitch. in the University of. What if there's a real Stitch out there from Lilo and Stitch? Yes, there probably is. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'll give Blur that to you. Principal, dude. Blur principal. <laughs> oh, why am I here with you? Oh, I had way too much caffeine today for the show. Then why'd you get more? Okay, fine. Sorry. <laughs> You're stupid. Anyways, <laughs> uh, PhD, stu- a PhD student um, from the University of Vigo in Spain yep. speculated. Alberto Caballero. Caballero. Okay, Caballero. Two L's, that's a Y. Caballero. Sorry. Whatever. All right, Alberto Porta Potty, whatever, whatever. All right, All right um, but he was uh, theorizing about hostile extraterrestrial civilizations in the Milky Way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just any Milky Way, but our Milky Way. Look at this spam risk calling in the middle of the show. Go away. <gasps> oh, you should. Oh, you should have answered it. No, put it on speaker, no, dude. no, no. Oh. We're not uncensored yet. Well, that's true. But, but more likely, it's not going to be anything foul. I wasn't talking about them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, if the, so some of those aren't allowed to hang up ever. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not allowed to hang up on you. You have to hang up on them. I am quite sure one day that we're going to find, like, another hidden, like, pyramid that we were never aware of, you know, and, and we'll dig and we'll find it. And it's been around for, like, you know, 100,000 years. We'll open it up, and there will be a letter in the hieroglyphs up on the wall that says, we were trying to reach out to you for your car's extended warranty. It'll be up there on the wall. I'm done with you. Okay. 
Anyways, uh, the guy goes through and describes the dangers of the uh, METI messaging to extraterrestrial intelligence signal from Earth. Oh, you mean the one Stephen Hawking said was a bad idea? Yes, he's saying the okay. same thing. Um, he's like, yeah, you shouldn't do that because the likelihood that there is a hostile extraterrestrial force out there is extremely high. Yeah. And in light of the uh, many, 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 many galaxies in the Oort field that were uh, clarified – for lack of a, we knew they were there. It was just a cl- better picture of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a tendency to agree. I mean, I agree too because of the simple fact that we don't know with the alien technology out there how far advanced that they may be. Because if, like we're talking about before, in many many other shows, if they could travel here, God knows what kind of weapons they could possibly have. Right? Yeah, that would be equivalent to you walking in the middle of Afghanistan with a slingshot. It ain't gonna work out well for you. I promise. <laughs> you know. You're you're going to be well outweaponed and outgunned big time. Yeah. yeah. So I have a question for you. Shoot. What does this have to do with the paranormal? Uh, could it be how she became famous? Uh, no, she has a paranormal TV show now. Keisha has one. Yes. No Kesha. kidding. Yes. Or Kesha. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she does. Um, I forgot what channel it's on, so like totally uneducated about it and not prepared. But <laughs> what well, about you? Uh, but yeah, no, she uh, has a paranormal. Strange Bigfoot hunt. Kesha gets spooky in Conjuring House soul. Yeah, yeah, no, this is uh, all this week. Yeah, yeah, Den of Geek News is great for like. But if you notice though, there's a lot of like like pop singers that are getting Demi uh, Demi Lovato. Really? Yeah, Demi Lovato actually started up this uh, this show for the paranormal. I believe it's on Aliens. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, about UFOs and such. Yeah, I think she might be on a Discovery or something. On Discovery like that. Plus. Yeah. yeah. Either that. Well, Travel Channel is part of Discovery Plus. I think that's one of those where they're like, "What could I do that wouldn't take any learning?" That's basically how it happens. No, no, no. I'm sure she had an interest in it because, I mean, no, I'm I'm positive too. I'm yeah. Not you can't get into that without having some sort of interest or oh, curiosity. Yeah. Speaking of curiosity, so there's a really good like children's movie uh-huh. on Netflix. Okay. Um, it's like uh, Beast of the Sea or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks really good mm-hmm. until you get up to the end, mm-hmm. and it gets kind of like creepily like apocalyptic, like uh, like World Economic Forum conspiracy theory stuff. Really? Because, like, so, Great, spoiler alert, if if you want to watch it, just, like, pause for, like, ten minutes or, like, skip over ten minutes of this because mm-hmm. uh, things are about to get real and there are spoilers here. So, at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. um, they basically come to terms and, like, hey, we're going to leave the sea monster be. But how they leave the sea monster be after they've already befriended said sea monster is they do not go out and explore anymore. They just stay where they are. And hmm. I have everything here that I need, and I'm happy. You will own nothing, and you will be happy. Like, literally, that's the messaging. I'm really? like, hold on. So you want people n- to be so scared that we lose that. That's how we don't progress. Yeah. And you w- – humans have always been curious and mm-hmm. have wanted to ex- explore everything. That's why, like, you have people in the paranormal field, why you have people working for NASA, why we want to yeah. get into space – Star Trek, bro. Star Trek. There you go. Exploration, you know, discovering the mysteries. Not, Absolutely. Not necessarily going out and killing things, you know. But, like, why take the mystery 
out of or why to try to why are you trying to sniff the sense of wonder from little ones, dude? Dude, okay, let's be real. <clears throat> all right, stepping into reality for a second. Yeah, the world's not going to be here forever, right? It's just not. We're going to have to learn to progress ahead. <laughs> And start to learn how to become star travelers. Yeah, we're going to have to. We're going to have to move to like Mars the, and Europa. <laughs> yeah, if we want the human civilization to be able to go on. I mean, in about four billion years, we're looking at two, our galaxy and the one next to us are going to transfer through each other. Yeah. You know? Nothing hurts worse than your planet hitting another planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's something Geico cannot cover. <laughs> you know? And then uh, on top of it, too, I mean, you know, you got to think about the sun's going to burn out eventually. It's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. You know, all these different things. Now, granted, yes, they're billions of years from today. From maybe. Happening. I mean. Exactly. Well, I was going to say, mean, but the big maybe is the galaxy and the, the, the just space alone is so big. We don't know what may come this way or if we even destroy ourselves. So on that note about us destroying ourselves, so this whole climate change theory. Yeah. There's a little twist in it, and this is something that I've heard recently. Mm-hmm. The ice age that was, you know, that kind of killed out dinosaurs and stuff didn't end. You know, we yeah. were extremely cool, like in the dark ages, and up until the industrial revolution, where we started using coal and oil and stuff, and mm-hmm. becoming extremely industrialized, producing greenhouse gases. We actually warmed the planet up a little bit, which is why in the 80s they were like global warming. Oh my God! Yeah. But, but see, but the problem with that is that you're looking. Okay. Everybody in the U.S. We gotta do. We gotta save no, ourselves. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish, please. I wasn't finished. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so. But hold that thought. But keep going. You hold that thought. I, <laughs> I can't hold on ahead. to a thought. Go ahead. <laughs> it's probably gone already. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> yeah, it just they fly through my head like stars past a spaceship at warp. <laughs> they uh so. The theory is that the Ice Age never ended. We mm-hmm. just interrupted it and warmed the planet up a little bit more and that we're heading back to an Ice Age and that yeah. it's actually global cooling, the opposite of Al Gore. And yeah. we're actually cooling off, which kind of makes sense because certain th- scientists have like really speculated and come out and it's become kind of mainstream that, hey – we're actually cooling off, bro. Like our winters are getting more harsh. They're lasting longer. Like spring didn't happen in the breadbasket of the U.S. Yeah. Until like April, May. No, it was like June. Yeah. June, June. But the the big kicker is out of all this too. I'm not saying global. I'm gonna preface first with I'm not saying global warming is not true. Okay. I'm not gonna say that at all because it could be true. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. But here's the thing though. All the people in America that are pushing so hard to go green on all this stuff, go solar and blah, blah, blah. One. Good sol- job. Yeah. <laughs> solar helps, but there's, there's there's not enough for us to be able to provide every single home, business building, apartment complex, hospital, everything else with solar. We just don't have enough. We don't. And you're going to use so much more oil in order to create the plants, to create the parts, to put everything together and burn in order to make this happen. How many trees we're going to have to cut down? Everything else for everything to completely go solar. I'm not saying if you get solar for your home is a bad thing. No, absolutely, it's a good idea. But those are in moderation. They're they're for that particular home. It's only a few panels that helps out and so on and so forth. But the point that I'm getting at, but let me finish real quick. Hit it. The main thing is is this. No matter what we do, there's other countries that do not bend to the rules that we're trying to push on our people. So even if America went completely green. China, three times what we do. 
every all these other countries, we are screwed regardless. Just that, to let you know. That is exactly what I was going to say because China produces what? Here, I can Google it real quick. How much greenhouse gas does China produce? And I mean, that's where we get most of our solar panels and mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, how much greenhouse produce in China? Let's see. Uh, China emitted 27% of the world's greenhouse gases. Ooh, chart. Yeah. I like charts. 27% of the world's greenhouse gases. Yeah. And the U.S., for the record, was at 11%. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, so, like, even if we get on board with it, yes, it's going to help. Yeah. But we get most of our parts for solar panels and everything from China. Yeah. And there's been a thing lately where uh, China has been kind of sabotaging things. Yeah. Which is kind of entertaining. And not like it's stupid little sabotages. Yeah. And it's it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, some solar in moderation, yes, good idea, definitely helps. It does save on, you know, power being used from Dude, fossil fuels I'm, and such. I'm down with it. Yeah, totally down for it. You know, electrical, you know, electric cars, all that. Yeah, I, whatever. I'm but, a, <clears throat> I'm a little skeptical of electric cars because. First of all, electric cars. Well, you got to use areas, fossil fuel to burn in well, order to cause electricity. Not only that, <laughs> but the areas, the areas that they're mining, and well, strip mining basically over oh, yeah. in other countries that yeah, for the don't have our rules. Yeah, for the lithium and all of that. Yeah. Lithium is extremely poisonous, extremely toxic, and yes. it's terrible for you. And then they're doing what we outlawed in, what, the 70s or 80s? Yep. Strip mining yep. for it and, like, really screwing up their oh, environment yeah. over there. Yeah, because think of all the cell phones that we have currently on the planet. Yeah. How are all those charged with the battery? Do you really do you really want to go downhill with us? I'm just saying. We're, we're going downhill. Okay, fine. <laughs> Not to mention the slave labor that is used for it. Because Absolutely. slavery. in some countries, yes. It's, slavery is a thing. And, yeah. uh, Diamond mines, they do it with oh, those, too. Oh, my gosh. I mean... It's 100%. Yeah. We may have abolished slavery in the West and all that, but it is still alive and well in a lot of places that yep. provide a lot of our materials. Yeah, and it's scary. It's scary how much is still yes. out there. So let's try to get our humanitarian crisis in the world under control before we like worry about greenhouse gases. And for God's sakes, please, please, and I'm going to get off my soapbox, please do not take the wander away from our children yeah, don't. to go out there and explore the universe. Well, just exploring in general. I mean, that's how we get doctors that's who, like, cure diseases yeah. and everything else, you know? It, it takes one person to go, I wonder. That's all it takes. Exactly. That's all it takes. Who are these people that want to do this, though? Like, that that's what boggles my mind. I, I almost want to look it up and see, like, who produced it, who who read it, who wrote it. Who read it? Read it. <laughs> read it. <laughs> read it. Read it. <laughs> it was writing amongst the stars. It's written. <laughs> it's written. Yeah. No, um, but I just I don't get it. Like the whole movie is great. Mm-hmm. It really is, up until the end, where it's like even the revolutionary aspect because there is that in there too. Oh yeah. I'm down with. You know, let's mm-hmm. let let's kind of rethink the old ways. Got it. I'm totally down with that. But when you come and say, hey, I don't need to see what's out there. I have everything I need right here. Yeah. Yeah, you may have everything you need right here, but what about your dreams? Yeah. Children need to dream. Yeah. The imagination of a child is a remarkable thing. Yep. I mean, 
it's it's something. It's crazy. Yeah, because they think outside the box. Well, with a four-year-old whose imagination is in full bloom, full bloom, Mm -hmm. we built a pirate ship in the living room out of, like, chairs and a broom. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I mean, and we were, arr. And the captain, the captain has to have a sword. Nobody else, the captain. (laughs) All right. So he's not only a pirate, he's a dictator. Yes. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. All right. So little Jack's the dictator. Yeah. All right. It's kind of terrifying. Okay. Yeah, he's a cute dictator, though. We'll allow him. Yeah, so was, uh, who's the guy in Canada? (laughs) Oh, Justin Trudeau? Yeah. Yeah. He used to be a cute dictator. (laughs) Yeah. It's not panning out too well for him right now. No, it's not. Things are not looking good for him. Oh, Joe Rogan called him out recently. Did you hear that? Dude, his approval ratings are, like, beyond the toilet. What politicians aren't right now? I mean, the one over in, uh, uh, the prime minister or whoever over in UK had to step down. Uh, Biden's in the tank. Trudeau's in the tank. There was a couple other ones that, I think the French one stepped down, too. All the politicians are like, uh, I'm out. We this is why go. I just want to own my own <laughs> private island. I just want to own my own private island. So you want to be a dictator my, too, huh? My, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Someone bring just my family, my close personal friends. That's the only people. If you don't have a boat, you can't come visit, period. That's just how it is. And even if you have a boat, you better be welcome to come there because it ain't going to work out well for you if you don't. Because if he's got enough money for an island, he's got enough money for some 50 cows. <laughs> yeah. You talk to a guy that's a former mineman in the Navy. I know how to build them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Where is her spooky bucket list? I love it. Conjuring Kesha on Discovery Plus. There you go. That's the name okay. of it. I find it it. So it's a supernatural exploration series launching Friday, July 8th, where Sorry the pot superstar seeks to expand her understanding of the universe, journeying deep into the heart of darkness, all while checking off her paranormal bucket list. You know, she was already a cutie before, but that just made her more cute. Yeah, that just, yeah, that just made her much more go. cooler. Yep. So, you know, but, oh, Jack Osborne. There's another one I didn't think of. What? Uh, somebody from like, you know, famous, like, you know, there's already oh, a celebrity yeah, yeah. that now is like doing paranormal stuff, Dude. which Jack Osborne's actually been doing it for a long time though. Mm-hmm. For him that, you know, I, I know some people that first are like, Oh, just another celebrity doing paranormal. No, Jack Osborne was into the paranormal for years. Yes. I mean, the man actually knows what he's doing. Imagine, yeah. imagine you're like a rock star or a movie star and, or even just like a, uh, performer for plays and stuff. Yeah. Broadway performer. There yeah. we go. Ta-da. There you go. Ta-da. Um, a lot of those venues are wicked haunted. Oh, absolutely. Like, wicked haunted. Dude, the Golden <laughs> Apple Dinner Theater right here in Sarasota, mm-hmm. which I don't think it's even open anymore, to be honest, but for the longest time, man, it, it big time haunted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, there's a lot of restaurants all throughout our our area, you know, Tampa Bay and all that, that, you know, has hauntings and stuff. Uh, over in Maria Island, the uh, I think it's the, the Mermaid Lounge or something like that. It's like a little, you know, little bar. Um, it's known to be haunted. You got the Don Cesar out there on St. Pete, you know, beach. That one's documented in so many different books for being haunted. Uh, matter of fact, the beach in front of it is supposed to be haunted. There's yeah. a woman who shows up in the fog that walks through there. The night. point is, you can't be in showbiz without one not believing in ghosts or something. And if you are... Yeah, I can see that. And, yeah. like, not... If you are in showbiz and you don't, you haven't been to enough places. Well, not only that, but <laughs> just really simple here, too. If your father is Ozzy Osbourne, you're probably interested in the paranormal. Yep, yep. Biting the heads off things and stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know I that was, was a total accident, right? No, was it? Yeah, he thought it was a fake chicken. Oh, no. Originally, oh, when they no. threw it on stage. <laughs> and he picked it up, bit it, 
blood came out, and it was like, uh, great. <laughs> he just kept on rolling like nothing happened. Like, hey, it's good for my image. Hey, you know what? That is a great mark of a great show- showman. There you go. I mean. Alice he- Cooper. Man, I've been to many of his concerts and very paranormal-esque with everything he does. Especially oh, yeah. around, like, I, I remember, God, I remember when I was a kid. It was right after Friday the 13th Part 6 came out that he actually did the soundtrack for. And I went to his Man Behind the Mask tour. Oh, wow. And it was all done with Jason and theatrical effects and everything. Oh, my God. You talk about an awesome, awesome concert. Uh, matter of fact, one of my favorite songs is The Man Behind the Mask from Alice Cooper. Huh. Yeah. Never knew that. No. You want to see? Like Jaws, like Men Behind Mask, you know. Yeah. Especially the other ones. What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Put the gimp in the corner. <laughs> We're totally leaving that alone. Oh, my God. Pulp Fiction is like the most Pulp epic Pulp Fiction of is oh, dude. stacked. Another stacked one. Another movie. Yes. yes. That, that's where a lot. Oh, my goodness. Like, my first TikTok was uh, the. Uh, <laughs> Say what again? <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Oh, I love times, movies. Good times. Oh, so the science of ghosts. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of yeah. popping through while, while we're talking. I've learned. Yeah, I was gonna say if you want to get real about the science of ghosts, here's what it is. Nobody knows. <laughs> that, that's the <laughs> honest answer. We beat that dead horse enough. Yeah, we're not even gonna yeah, get into it. Even. That's a short and simple <laughs> answer for you. There you go. Uh, Nobody knows. Um, now <laughs> I do believe that there are times that people experience paranormal things. That is definitely psychological. I, I, I definitively, yes, obviously, that they may have some type of issue. It could be a chemical imbalance. It could be the introduction of drugs to their system. I mean, alcohol. There's so many different other factors, you know, that what they experience you may think is paranormal. But I believe sometimes, yeah, it's true. Rolling Stone magazine. I found something. Oh. Remember what we were talking about before? Remember when Kesha told Ryan Seacrest she had sexy time with a ghost? <gasps> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Bro, it's ghost sex all over again. Okay. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's why she's so into it. She's trying to find out. <laughs> he never called me back. <laughs> she literally got ghosted. <laughs> she got ghosted. Literally. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, you got to read the article here. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right, so on Thursday, the streaming service announced that The Praying Singer will start in a six-episode series. Okay, we already know about that. Uh, to me, the supernatural comes naturally, and apparently he did too. Um, it started with my insatiable curiosity. This is just getting better. My eternal searching for something bigger than myself. This has motivated my art, informed my music, and has given a purpose to my entire life. It's an eternal search for the proof uh, of God. Dude, oh my God. So, I don't know. Oh, the show's going to be looking at demonic activity, too. That's pretty cool. That's just outright terrifying. Oh, my God. Oh, and going to be done with comedian Whitney Cummings. I remember her talking about that on her TikTok. Huh. That's pretty awesome. I like Whitney Cummings. She's funny. With looking for Bigfoot with bachelor's JoJo Fletcher. What? That is so cool. Wow. Okay, I'm, I'm into this. i got to yeah, check it out now. Yeah, we're yeah. going to have to check it out. Yeah, I'm going to have to go on Discovery me... Plus, go back and check it out. Yeah, now. for real. Like, yeah. Hashtag not sponsored, but, like, check it out. Um, On Discovery Plus. Yes. Um, please hire us. Yes. <laughs> We're funny. Uh, we like talking about sex with ghosts. So there is a uh, – oh, what's the name of it? <laughs> An old death metal band. Okay. Um, Typo Negative. There we typo go. Typo Negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, – Christian Woman was, like, one of my all-time favorite songs. By yeah. Now. Isn't the – it turn, in this little paragraph here – 
and combined with her doing things with Ghost. Um, kind of reminiscent of that song. Yeah, actually, a little bit. Right? Yeah, yeah it does. That's a little creepy. Yep. That is a little creepy. Come on, Kesha. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Uh, girl. Man. She's you... becoming Taylor Swift of the undead, looking for exes. That's weird. Wow. About oh, my God. What if she does that? What if she literally... What, what if she wrote a song about her ghostly... Ghostly partner? Yeah. That... I... This just gets better and better. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I need to meet her. Like, love we my need job. to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see that the Conjuring House sold for uh, one point two million? If I was interviewing her, I would be like, okay, especially if we're uncensored, I would be like, okay, can you please tell us about the event that took Describe place? Describe in detail. <laughs> tell me slowly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, Conjuring House sold for one point five two million. Yes, yes. Um, Andrea Perron, one of the daughters of the people that was actually involved in the you know actual mm-hmm. story and all that, uh, much um, mature woman, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, she. I've interviewed her before on DeadX Radio. Outstanding interview, man. A great story about what really happened in the Conjuring House compared to the movie. Yeah, it's awesome. Was it worse? Yeah, actually. Okay. No. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I interviewed John Zappis uh, about the haunting in Connecticut, because in the movie, The Haunting in Connecticut, they show, you know, Ed Lorraine Warren and him coming in to do that investigation in the movie, which is true. They did investigate it. But he said that on camera, when they did the special effect for the demon that came up from the basement that attacked him in the movie, mm-hmm. he said was not even close to how scary it really looked or how scary it really was. And also, too, spoiler alert. Bodies in the wall? Yeah, never happened. That was all Hollywood thrown in mix. There was no bodies in the wall. So it was put on the market for one point two million and sold for one point five two million. Twenty seven percent above it. Wow. Wow. That that's that's just a housing market right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because it's the conjuring, it's because it's the housing market. Yeah. My neighbor made like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on his house. Dude, there is a, <laughs> a, a friend, a mutual Former. friend of, of mine, and Jay is down in Key West. That his family left him their home, originally bought for like, I think it was like eighty thousand dollars, something like that. Yeah. Now worth like one point five. Yeah, that dude, that's been going around. Um, one of the people I've come across in my travels, he's a uh, he's a millionaire, yeah. and even more so now because he bought his house for a hundred twenty thousand. That's right, like on a canal. He's got his little boat lift for his pontoon. Mm-hmm. He had it appraised for $1.7 million. Wow. Yeah. I was nice. like, um, and that house would be sold so fast, people's head would spin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, vampire cosplayers, baby. Look at that, man. A group of 1,369 blood-sucking cosplayers. <laughs> and I did say blood. Uh, sucking. Uh, cosplayers <laughs> gathered at Whitby Abbey in North Yorkshire. Uh, England and to celebrate the 125th anniversary of, anniversary of Bram Stoker's Dracula, they set a Guinness World Record for the largest gathering of people dressed as vampires. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Beating out the previous record by like uh, what 330. Yep, that's pretty cool. That is insane. Ah, I love your Freudian slip though. We're not going to talk about it. You'll just have to rewind and listen to his Freudian slip. Oh no, it's not there. I made sure it was out. I'm just saying that, you know, I just want to make sure people listening knew what I was saying. No, there was a Freudian slip in there. Yeah. Well, it, there was. it was good. Yeah. It was very it good. It was good. Yeah. 
<sighs> That's a lot of suckers in one place. Yes, sir. Yeah. Never even seen an orgy that big. I'm sorry, what? Anyways, moving on. Moving on down the road. <laughs> clickbait. I hate bait. clickbait. I do, too. Oh, it's my goodness. Ridiculous. But I get it. That's how people make money off the Internet, so you can't say nothing. I yes. mean, that's even how we do it. But. Yeah. <laughs> Goochland. Paranormal Adventures in Goochland. Is that a show or what? What are we doing here? I don't know. I'm wondering if there's really... Okay. How did this turn into uh, us surfing the internet looking for dumb I've stuff? I've gone across the country and <laughs> done different investigations like at Waverly Hills in Kentucky. Who hasn't? And some other major spots. <laughs> uh, preserving... Pres- what is that? What? Preservati. Preservati. Says. All right. That's uh, your name? But it's the first time checking out the alleged spirits walking the halls of the empty classrooms of what was Central High School in Goochland County. There really is a Goochland County. <laughs> Where do you live? I live in the Gooch. <laughs> I just clicked out of it. I can't take it anymore. Dude, I, I have to live there just so I can tell everybody I live in the Gooch. Live in the Gooch. Live in the Gooch. Uh, just call me the Gooch from the Gooch. Nope, I don't want that. <gasps> There's a Clerks 3 coming out, too. Really? Have you seen the previous for it? No. Oh, I got to see it, dude. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry. And all, I know there's so many different characters. Like I love Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. Okay. They're, they, I, I love them. They're. A they hold a special party. place in my heart. Yes, yeah. they do. But Randall, when he gets on rants, is my favorite. Like Clerks Two, Tears. It was the best. Tears. I was, it was laughing so hard. By far the best one of them all. Oh, hands down. That's to the me. one that to took me, off. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm Don't afraid. Love. I love Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back too. My fear is my same fear as always. They're gonna screw it up. You know. I doubt it, man. Being done, it's being done and represented, you know, the right way. Kevin Smith, of course, back in the director's chair, you know, yeah, that's but, his thing. But but Kevin Smith has dabbled in some propagandistic type things. I mean, mm, we'll he, see. He's borderline. Yeah, we'll wait he, and see. He sometimes he's like on the money. Other times he drank the Kool Aid. You know, mm. I don't know. That's I still weird. love him, anyways. Yeah, no, he's a good yeah. dude. He, yep. His heart's in the right place. That's yep. why he's like hit and miss. Mm-hmm. And Whatever. I lost it. Oh, yeah, you. Have you and the mm. lady watched Obi-Wan yet? Yes. Yes, mm. we have. Yes. yes. Yes, we have. Spoilers. There's there's going to be spoilers. Yes. If you I, haven't watched we it. watched all of it. Tur- stop playing this right now if you haven't watched it and go watch it and then turn us back on. You got four seconds. <laughs> 1,001. 1,002. Yeah. 1,003. <laughs> We're done. Okay. So, Obi-Wan. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. And hold on. If you're wondering why we're saying pause and go watch it, it's because we're also on like iTunes and uh, yeah. you know everything else. Anywhere you find podcasts, we're on there after the fact, and it'll be uploaded after the show. So yeah, absolutely. We know the show is live on Saturdays when we do it on air. Yeah, which when, if you know if you're listening on air, you're either listening to us on the radio on 1490 AM if you live in like the Sarasota, Bradenton, Tampa Bay area, or you just go to like iHeartRadio. Uh, you know, just wherever, wherever you get your pot. We're on everything with our show. You can go listen to all the back episodes, catch up, everything else. And if you want to listen to us live and you don't live in our area to get it on the radio, you just go to 1490wwpr.com and just click listen live. It's pretty simple. Self-explanatory when you see it. Yep. So, uh, yeah. And, and it's plus, live every Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, we're we're Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern, right yeah. when you're pre-gaming for your night out, because, you know, everybody knows we're a tourist town with a drinking problem. Absolutely. <laughs> we are a drinking town with a fishing problem. That, too. Yep. <laughs> I forgot what we're t- – oh, yeah, Kenobi. 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 Um, <sighs> so 
by all rights, Wes should be here for this, but uh, what did you think, good sir? Awesome. Yeah? Very awesome. What was your favorite part? I would say my favorite part had to be, I would say the finale, the, finale, the battle between Kenobi and Vader. Yeah. It was just, okay, that, that whole sequence was far better than anything they did in the prequels. Or what they actually did between, obviously, Kenobi and Darth Vader in Star Wars. I don't... Well, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, hold on. I'll clarify. Revenge of the Sith was cool, okay, with their epic battle in that one, all right? I mean, that was that was top-notch, okay? Mm-hmm. That was top-notch. This one, it was more emotional that made it so cool, to me anyways, that made it, the, the for me, the top. Like, in the beginning, it was kind of like, okay, yeah, it's a really cool, spectacular lightsaber duel and everything else. But now seeing him as Darth Vader facing off of Kenobi, and this time not as him as an 80-year-old man getting cut, you know, cut in half, it just and the emotional side of it, especially when they showed the half of the face, yeah, just yeah, awesome. awesome. They all did themselves with it. Um, and I love it when they showed his face. You could see the glow of the red of the lightsaber in his mask. Mm-hmm. That just yeah, he's gone. Did, sick. did you know I, the cinematics in this is crazy? Oh did yeah, you, absolutely. Did you notice the uh, red lightsaber to the blue lightsaber in his face when I was like, yes. oh yeah, Kenobi's Kenobi's already won this battle. Oh yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah. he he. They did very well with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was as emotion as emotional as Revenge of the Sith because it was like. He didn't want to. He didn't want to fight him, and you can tell. Like, Anakin's angry. Obi Wan's fighting for his life, yep. and just they're equally matched with each other. Yeah. Until high ground. <laughs> yeah. Next time, remember high ground. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do with the high ground? I saw a meme that was perfect for uh, that that whole sequence. What did you do when you had the high ground against Obi-Wan? You threw it at him. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Every time Kenobi made a smart butt comment to him after that, he'd always follow up with, burn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but the thing is, though, uh, to me, it was just it was epic to me. It's yeah. a very epic duel. And I love the fact that they're showing his actual true strength mm-hmm. in the force yeah. of Darth Vader in this one. Yes. Because like in Star Wars and even The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi – yeah, he had a lot of clairvoyant stuff that, you know, reaching out to Luke across the galaxy, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, the physical standards of, like, you know, moving objects and all that, you only really seen that in, like, The Empire Strikes Back, you know, yeah. when he fought Luke the first time, mm-hmm. all right? But in this one, like, it, I think it was the second to last episode when they were getting ready to escape on that ship, and he stopped it in midair yes. and yeah. brought it back down. Yep. I was like, damn! <laughs> yeah, no, so yeah, that right there, it... <laughs> There's a lot of outside things, and one of them was um, uh, what was it? I think it was Battlefront. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the game. Yeah, it was either Luke or Darth Vader that basically like drug. I think it was Luke. He drugged down a Star Destroyer. So remember on they um, were actually uh, one of the sequels. Yeah, yeah, that's sequel trilogy. Remember the Star Destroyer in the dirt that yeah, she yeah. was exploring? Yeah. That's the one Luke decided to drag down. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it was kind of like, all you right. You know what it kind of reminded me of, just real quick, though? It yeah. did kind of remind me a little bit of Infinity War. When Okay, actually, fast forward to Endgame. Mm-hmm. When they found uh, Anthony, Anthony Stark, right? Yeah. They bring him back to Earth and everything, and he turns around and he goes, yeah, we faced off with him, Captain. And what did he do? He threw a moon at me. <laughs> and, and, and it was true, because you think about it, it's like, dude, that's like, Awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that's some power. So, I don't know. To me, I thought it was cool. Yeah, no, it's 
in game was good. Yeah, in game was good. We'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. There, there were some cringy parts, but it was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. The them showcasing how powerful he is, and I like what they did with Reva. I thought, yes. I thought, and when Wes and I did our little talk about it, I thought she was just going to be basically the expendable bad guy. Mm-hmm. I love that they let her live. And I think because everybody wants like a sequel to this, they want a season two. Which yes, it's not doable. I mean, it's doable, but it's not going to be like it was. Yeah, exactly. You're now, now we may be much. surprised. We never know. We but, may be surprised. Hey, but, I was surprised. And also <laughs> the the person they picked. I forgot her name now. The woman who plays Riva. Excellent so job. So good. Outstanding. So job. good. Yeah. But the one thing I love is when they when she went to attack Vader. The, my favorite part was when she swung the blade and he just put his hand up and stopped it. Yeah, dead. He didn't even like, need a lightsaber. Yeah, I was like, you lost. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was over. It yeah. was game over. It's like, yeah, that doesn't. He Han soloed him. Remember when he like? Oh yeah. Took the blaster. Exactly. Yeah. It's like this is not going to end well for you. <laughs> no, you're done. It's game over. I love that they let her live and she kind of like flipped at the end. You know. It's yeah. Like, they didn't make her a expendable bad guy. They made her a redeemable bad guy. You know what's the one thing I have to be? Oh, did you see that? Uh, I can't remember how to pronounce her name. Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Ahsoka's coming out. Mm-hmm. You know the new series for that. Yes. They released. Well, they were going to release the new trailer at San Diego Comic Con, but somehow it got released early. It got leaked. Or leaked. Yeah. Yeah. So and then uh, they like worked their butts off to take it down. So I didn't get to see it. I did. I hate you. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> So Ahsoka is by far one of my favorite Star Wars characters mm-hmm. outside of, like, the big the, – the main – The mainstream. Yeah, you yeah. know, Luke, Leia, Han Solo. Like, Han Solo is by far my favorite. Oh, yeah, he's always been my says. favorite. Yeah. yeah. But Ahsoka, like, her story – Scruffy little Do what? Scruffy little Nerfburger. Yes. I love him. <laughs> but – so Ahsoka's story is just nuts for lack of a better word. So yeah. you have her in, like, Clone Wars and stuff. She's basically the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves the Order because, you know, they're they're losing their way. They got lost. Christian Hayden is supposed to be reprising his role. Or, what did I say? Oh, I said it backwards. Hayden Christensen is supposed yeah, to be Yeah, he replaced. dropped the hint. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to be in Ahsoka. Yeah. Which is epic because... But I think it, when they show him, though, I think it's going to be in flashbacks. I don't think it's going to be in the timeline of what they're running with the yes series. Yes no. Maybe and maybe not. So there was a scene. So for those who don't know, like Ahsoka's background is she was in Clone Wars. It was an animated series. She was Anakin's kind of semi-Padawan, even though they're not supposed to have Padawans, but wartime, whatever. Yep. She left the Jedi Order because they kind of accused her wrongly of something and were going to sentence her to be expelled, and she just left anyway. She's like, I'm done with this. Yep. Well, later on in a book, she – um. Faced off against two Inquisitors, um, took them out, mm-hmm. took one of their uh, lightsabers, and took the crystals and purified them. That's why her lightsabers are white later on mm-hmm. instead of, like, green or red or whatever else. And uh, in Star Wars Rebels, she was one of the uh, intelligence people, and she did a lot of work behind the scenes with the Rebellion to get it started off the ground. She was all behind the scenes all the way to the end of it. She was just always in the background because she felt as like a – she wanted to be in the right place at the right time, but she didn't want to be directly involved because she knew it wasn't her, like, destiny to do that. Destiny, yep. She was also looking for Thrawn. Which yes. was the big bad from Star Wars Rebels. Which is supposed to be another character they're supposed to be bringing out. 
Yeah, which everybody swears up and down it's supposed to be Benedict Cumberbatch. But if it is, that's going to be epic. Oh I think God. he's going to do an outstanding so, job. Him as Sherlock Holmes was incredible. So you you combine Sherlock Holmes, his role in Sherlock Holmes, with Khan from the reboot of the Star Trek movies. Yep. And you got Thrawn. And you got Thrawn. Exactly. You got Thrawn. Exactly. Like a cold, and, calculating. And I'm so glad you brought that up because when he reprised the role in the reboot of playing Khan in the in the new updated version, obviously of Star Trek and Into Darkness, um. It, he, he does. That character of Khan that he portrayed in that film reminds me so much Dude. of Thrawn from the books and everything else that I've read and seen. Not only did he, like, bring his own level of flair to it mm-hmm. and, like, a whole nother level, like, of course, it's a multiversal type thing. Yep. But he did justice to the original character Khan because oh, he yeah. was cold, calculated. That was that dude used to scare the crap out of me. I loved Star Trek, especially old Star Captain Kirk. Was, oh, yeah. He was the man. Like, oh, yeah. And he always got the girl. Oh yeah, <laughs> but like no matter what species, right? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Nope. No need to discriminate. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Khan in those movie in that movie on um, Star Trek Two was just brutally just he was super strong, super intelligent, yep. and ruthless and calculated. Yes. Yep. And he Benedict Cumberbatch brought a whole another level to it. Yep. And it was awesome. And then him and Sherlock. That, like, ticking kind of playful intelligence with it. I can see him as Thrawn because Thrawn was kind of playful, but he was also cold and calculating. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He was playful in that cold and calculating way. He would toy with you yes. like a cat toys with, like, a grasshopper before it kills it or something, you know? Yep. You're nothing but an insect to this brilliant mastermind. And he would of, push you to the point of making you angry. And making a Uncontrollably ag- yes. angry. Yep. To yep. make you make a mistake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, Benedict Cumberbatch and Strong is probably the perfect choice, and they don't go with it. Somebody's going to deep fake it and make them regret it. Oh, absolutely. Just like uh, the guy that deep faked Lou Skywalker, mm-hmm. that's the guy who did Lou Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. They're like, yeah, that's. that's I think just about too this good. too. The guy who deep faked Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much money that guy is making in advertising and stuff with his stuff now? Because Tom Cruise gave him the go ahead. He said because he loved it so much, he was like, you know what, I'm cool with it. So he deep deep fakes. And he does actually favor him a little bit. Yeah. So the deep fake is actually pretty easy for him to do. Plus, yeah. he can mimic the voice pretty well, too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's done so many different, like, commercial ads and stuff like that for people, and he's making bank, bro. So I – I used we used to work in Clearwater. Yeah. Have you heard, like, how – I knew you were going to ask about that since like, I said Tom Cruise. Is, is Tom – The penthouse there? Yes, it's true. Well, no, no. I know about the penthouse. It, yeah. it is what it is. That, that's old news. Yeah. But I've always heard two different things about Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Either he's a super cool, legit guy. Like, we met Hulk, Hulk Hogan on yeah. too many occasions, and he's over the top. He's on, putting on a show all the time. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. he's genuinely a good dude, though. Yeah. You know, he loves to perform, and he loves – he loves his fame. Yeah, and he enjoys I've, I've met a lot of celebrities that were really down to earth and really cool people. Yeah, I've only met so, like one or two that were jerks. I I've heard both about Tom Cruise. Though. I've heard that he's a jerk, and then I've also heard that he's a cool, legit dude. I've heard he was mostly good. Yeah, and like his Scientology stuff, he doesn't put it on anybody. No, no, he doesn't no, no, even no. bring it up. The only time it's ever really brought up is like in interviews and stuff. Yeah, when somebody else does it, or when you know buddies of mine are walking drunk downtown Clearwater and uh, save me, Tom Cruise. Yeah. I'll never get over that. That was. Yeah. So what ha- happened was <laughs> Church of Scientology, you know, their home base is right there in uh, Clearwater. Yep. Um, there's also several very good bars in downtown Clearwater. 
And uh, this guy, Hamburg, coming back to the uh, Clearwater Ferry to catch a ride home. He is literally, like, looking in cars because they have, like, a big convention. And it's like, Tom Cruise, where are you? Come save me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> and it was hilarious. And I guarantee you, if Tom Cruise heard it, he was probably laughing. Oh, I'm sure he was. Because that well, was... Well, John Travolta, another one, comes over to there all the Dude, time. I, Very super chill, nice guy. Yeah, super nice. Doesn't even, doesn't even, like, seem... You know how you get, like, vibes off people and stuff? Mm-hmm. Didn't even get the vibe off him. Literally walked past him, said, what up, dude? How you doing? You know? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm good. Bye. You know, just kind of in passing or whatever. Didn't know who it was because I haven't seen your recent pictures of him. Yeah, because I remember you called and you asked me, and like, hey, do you have to know if I'm like, yeah, John Travolta's staying in town right now? And you're like, I just met him. <laughs> it's like, nonchalantly, whatever. Yeah. Hi, but, person, famous. But yeah, like everybody I know that's ever dealt with, like, John Travolta, like, on a one-on-one level, nothing but... Good stuff. Yeah. Every, I've never heard a negative story. Always I, super nice, super polite, courteous. I talked to Goes the captain above and beyond for fans. I talked to the captain who drives the scout for him. Uh-huh. Part time. Yeah. Travolta loves to drive. Anyways. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which I don't blame him. Yeah. Well, the captain who runs his boat and mm-hmm. a buddy of mine used to like wash his boat and run his mate on his boat all the time. And mm-hmm. they say the same thing. He's just a legit down to earth dude. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they said that he doesn't try to act like he's a celebrity at all. No, no, he no. Tra- he actually kind of goes out of his way to act that he's not. Yeah. Yeah, because he wants people to be normal yeah, around him. Yeah, he's approachable. Yeah, exactly. Totally approachable, which is why I was like, what up, dude? And mm-hmm. had no idea who he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say, like, uh, another one that was really super down to earth, I met two celebrities in particular that stick in my head, and I've met a lot, but two that really stick out to me in my head that were just so awesome was Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell was just... Just hanging out with a buddy, mm-hmm. talking with him. That that guy just, hey, what's up? What's what do you like? What kind of sports do you like? You know, but I mean, he's just so you know, another guy, approachable. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you this right now: every time you walk into a bar or any situation with him where there's women around, all you hear is panties hitting the floor, <laughs> all at once. It's it, he's like Chris Angel. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But uh, but I understand why. Very good-looking guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen good-looking. We've all seen good-looking. We we appreciate good-looking people, men yeah. or women. Doesn't yeah. matter. He's a good-looking guy. He really is. Um, Another one is, uh, oh, God, I just brain-farted on his name. Uh, The country singer, he is married to Brittany, Jason Aldean. Okay. Uh, I got to hang out with him in Sloppy Joe's um, years ago, and... Yeah, just so laid back. Dude, we were watching a Boston Red Sox game on his phone. <laughs> we were sitting at the bar, and he was holding his cell phone up on the bar, and we were sitting there watching it. So, I mean, yeah, he's like, yeah, dude, check it out. You know, So we're sitting there watching the game and everything and having a couple of beers and stuff. Just one of the nicest down-to-earth guys you can meet, big time. Yeah, no, I, and that's why I like what we do. Mm-hmm. Because we get to talk to celebrities and stuff, and oh, yeah. they're not as terrifying as people make them. Oh, unless absolutely. you're like me and freeze up or stutter or, you know, yeah. yell obscenities when you screw up something. Anthony Michael Hall, <laughs> the other super cool, funny guy, he is a blast to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall was really cool. Uh, Michael Perret from Eddie and the Cruisers, those movies back in the day. Uh, super, super nice guy and smart. Oh, my God. It's extremely intelligent. That's a guy that can talk about science, politics, anything, and pull dates and names out of just top of his head, no problem. I don't understand how people have, like... I see why he's a good actor. He that, memorizes his lines. Yeah. Probably a cakewalk for him. Yeah, he probably looks at him like, okay, good. And then... Yep. And remembers him forever. 
having an identical memory like that is terrifying to me. Oh, absolutely. Like, I've met several guys. Like, I worked under one guy, and his memory was like a steel trap, and I don't understand how. I don't. Mine is a steel trap for ridiculous things. Like, and what I mean by that is, okay, you know I have a a really good memory. For the most part. For the most part, right? But there are things that I may talk about just at random that's just normal stuff that just, yeah, supersedes me. It's gone. But I could turn around and tell you, like, oh, yeah, this planet, it's, you know, atmosphere, you know, atmosphere has a gravitational pull of X amount of atmospheres. You know, I could pull such random facts out of my head. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Me, I have to be triggered. There has to be, like, something that triggers the memory or, like, I can't. I don't have total recall like that. I don't have, like, absolute, like, boom. Well, you've witnessed this. You know that I'm really good about walking into a room and looking away and telling you every person in that room yeah. where they're sitting, what they're wearing, everything. I'm really good at that. But that just comes from years of training and doing that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, your security and that, yeah. that is what it is. We'll leave it at that. Security. Security. Yeah. Top security. flight security of the world, Craig. Top flight. <laughs> oh, man. What else? What other movies are coming out now? Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. So I, I hope it's on HBO Max because okay. I'm going to watch it tonight. But uh, Jurassic World Dominion, I didn't get to theater and see it. Oh, it might okay. still be in theaters, but like. But it's coming on on HBO Max. I think it is. Okay. Don't get me lying to you. I know that right now, currently, because I'm 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 bringing this up because I missed it today here in town. They had the watch the movie Jaws two with the cast. Which drives me crazy. I, I that's why I felt like you weren't going to show up today. So I'm sitting in the parking lot yeah, waiting for Mr. Hancock. Here. I was like, I got to be here for the show. <laughs> man, I wanted to go to that so bad, but I know they do it every year, so I'll catch up next year at Sharkon. Um, but anyways, uh, on Amazon Prime. No, I'm sorry, not Amazon. Peacock on Peacock. As long as you got the the premium or whatever, mm-hmm. they have all the Jaws movies. I've been watching them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know if we have the that premium of that. I know we watch a lot of kids shows on there. Yeah. But uh, dude. I, we have everything. I'm not gonna lie. We have, you know, the Discovery Plus. We got, you know, Disney Plus. We got HBO Max. We have the Peacock, the Netflix, the Hulu. Yeah, I'm kind of a yada, cheapskate. Yada, yada. I'm the guy that you'll offer a five star motel to, and all will be like, um, yeah, I'm staying in a tent. <laughs> not me. I'm taking the five star hotel. Yeah, yeah. So that's trip is being that's paid a for. lie. Yeah. <laughs> you pay for it. I'm on it. Yeah, I was gonna say, man. <laughs> mm. Don't look. Uh, don't look a gift. You know, hotel room in the mouth. I cannot believe Kesha's doing a paranormal show. That just drives it me crazy. That is so cool. I got, I'm going to have to check it out when I get home. Yeah. I'm, I, I've heard about it in the passing, but then, like, I, we were talking about, like, hey, you know, what what's new? and Well, even, like, the Demi Lovato thing. I heard about that in passing, and I've seen it on social media, stuff like that. And, honestly, it keeps escaping my mind. I keep forgetting that she has this show. So Still trapped memory, eventually. huh? No, no more of just not really on my radar to pay attention to it. So yeah, well, you and I have been so busy with other stuff lately. It's just right back. Yeah, we've been working on a lot of things. Our newest project is our uncensored show. Yep, televised podcast we're putting together. It's mm. gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, it'll be on. It'll probably have to be on Rumble. We'll get. And by the way, YouTube. people, we still have open contracts. We can be hired by anybody. So just we are know. for sale. We can't we are, be bought. We are whores. <laughs> <laughs> At least I am. Yeah, I, I I've given up that life. Twenty bucks, twenty bucks. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. I hate you. I can be bought. <laughs> twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yep. Uh, so how much time we got left in the show today? We rambled on and got a lot out there today. Oh, we got like about four minutes. So yeah, 
Anything else we might want to throw out to the, to the people? To all three and a half? No. I, I My mind's blank. We just went over this. I don't have any memory. Oh, God. So, let's go ahead and just go back then. And we'll just kind of touch base on the things we talked about today to pay attention to. Are we recapping right now? Are not we really. really? No, we're not going to Because recap. I don't remember what we talked about. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Holy crap. You are not kidding. <laughs> no. I remember Kesha. I remember, um, let's see, uh, the... Conjuring House, 1.52 million. I remember numbers really Okay, well. you know they say that people have a mind like a still trap, keeping everything trapped in. Yeah, right? I've got Only a goldfish info. memory. Dude, it's not a goldfish, bro. you got like a freaking convertible on a car. It's just all open. <laughs> it just flies on out. It's like a little butterfly. No, I remember some of the stuff we talked about. So. Okay. But yeah. Uh, anyways, but yeah, we are uh, working on doing our podcast show that's uncensored. It's going to be kind of like the show we just did today. It's going to be a little bit random of everything, a little bit of like pop culture, a little bit of paranormal, a little bit of everything. And it's going to be uncensored, and it's going to be pair probe also. Um, we may be changing the, the whole look and dynamic and feel of the show, though. It's definitely going to be televised. We're going to be on Amazon Prime, and we're going to be putting out on everything else as well, like iTunes, all the other good stuff. The only thing we can't do is iHeartRadio with this one because of the language. Yeah, because I have a foul sailor's mouth, and yes. that is why I stay kind of within some boundaries on the show because, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty cool. And letting everybody know that, once again, we don't have a contract with anybody. We can be bought. Please hire us. Please hire us. We'll work hard. We'll work hard. We'll work a lot harder if we're being paid for it. <laughs> we will definitely be hard if you pay us well. Yes. Yes. What? What? What did you say? Never mind. I'm I, just saying we're going to hit it hard. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. I hope that's what you said. That's what I said. Because we'll be fired. No, we won't. <laughs> Got to be hired to be fired. Exactly. <laughs> Got to have a paycheck and be on the payroll to be fired. So. Uh, forgive us, Val. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to kick it like the bucket and not die. <laughs> Kick it like the bucket. I like that. That's pretty good. I don't I like know that. what I'm talking about anymore. I don't know, but it was pretty good. Uh, when the caffeine hits. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a safe weekend. Um, don't drive like idiots on the road and behave yourself and keep your clothes on when you're at the bar. Yeah, and if you're driving in the rain, please stay off your cell phones. I had enough of that on the way here. Don't die, please.